0: What was hit, and will Iran retaliate? Get all the breaking details next. Hey, folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. We've got a wars and rumors of war update, or as Israel would call it, the war between wars. Before we get into that and what happened inside Iran over the weekend, I want to give you a quick update on that horrific terror attack in Jerusalem that we reported here on the newscast on Friday. Not only were seven Jews slaughtered outside of a synagogue in Jerusalem by a Palestinian terrorist who was later killed by Israeli security services on Friday evening, but then on Saturday, another attack outside a place you've seen many times here on the newscast, one of my favorite places in all of Israel, the City of David. Ancient Jerusalem, so much incredible archaeological work going on there right now. Folks, this one hit close to home because I'm at the city of David so frequently. I have some dear friends there. A 13-year-old Palestinian teenager opened fire on a father and son outside the city of David. They were injured but not killed, thankfully. But this is what's happening right now in Jerusalem. That was back-to-back on Friday and Saturday things have been relatively quiet since then but Jerusalem right now is a tinderbox no doubt so let's heed that biblical mandate to pray for the peace of Jerusalem we'll have much more coming up about everything coming going on in Jerusalem in the days to come but in the meantime some serious goings on inside Iran over the weekend before i get into it i just want to encourage you to subscribe to the Watchmen News channel right here on YouTube. Give us a like and click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. So much breaking news coming out of the world's most volatile and chaotic region, and we want to give you the inside story on a daily basis here on the newscast. So be sure to join us shoulder to shoulder as Watchmen and women on the wall for such a time as this. And it was not a very good time for the Iranian regime over the weekend. Now, on Saturday night, January 28th, there was a drone strike against an Iranian defense, I guess you would say factory, in the city of Isfahan in central Iran. Now, that name, Isfahan, may ring a bell. It's also a center for some of Iran's nuclear activity, and it is a known hotbed for Iranian ballistic missile development. Now, we don't know what exactly was targeted inside this so-called defense factory or defense warehouse on Saturday night, but we do know, confirmed by Iran, that drones did strike this facility. Were missiles inside of it? Were drones inside of it? We don't know yet, but it happened. At least three drones, it seems of the smaller variety, uh, carried out this strike on Saturday night. Now, Iran says it was unsuccessful and it destroyed at least one of the drones. But Western officials are reporting in various media outlets, including the Wall Street Journal, they're giving anonymous quotes. They're saying, look, this strike was very successful. And they're saying Israel carried it out. Now, Israel, as is its M.O., is not saying anything about it. Israel neither confirms nor denies in 99% of these cases... So Israel is being tight-lipped. They're not saying anything, but Western officials are blabbing to Western media sources and saying, hey, Israel was behind this. What about the response? Iran called this, quote, a cowardly act and vowed revenge against Israel. So what kind of response will you see? Well, what has it been in the past two years or so, as we've reported faithfully here for you on the newscast, the tit for tat? many times drones are involved. Now, Iran has struck at sea, Israeli interest at sea, obviously arms its proxies with drones and missiles. So you can expect perhaps, number one, some kind of drone strike. We pray that doesn't happen, but it's not outside the realm of possibility if Iran seeks retaliation. But secondly, and we've told you this many times on the newscast, Iran usually looks to hit Israeli and Jewish interest abroad. They know Israel is a hard target, so they'll look to hit what they see as softer targets around the world, perhaps an embassy, a consulate. We've seen that many times. So we're keeping the kidnapping plots in places like Turkey. We've seen this many times. Iran has a presence, remember, on at least five continents, folks, through the Islamic Revolutionary Guards Corps. So Iran has the capability and their tentacles reach around the world. So we're keeping a very close eye on that possible retaliation. But the drone wars, as we've called it here in the newscast, they continue to intensify. Israel obviously has great drone technology and Iran views itself as a drone superpower as it continues to roll those domestically produced drones uh, off the presses, off the assembly lines in Iran ship them to their proxies, Hamas, Hezbollah, Islamic Jihad, the Houthis in Yemen, and Russia as well. Russia has been a huge beneficiary of Iran's attack drones. At least 2,000 have been shipped from Iran to Russia, and the plan for Iran is to also send ballistic missiles to Russia to be used in Ukraine. Stay tuned there. But as we close, I mentioned an additional Israeli strike, reported Israeli strike, Yesterday, Sunday, January 29th, in the wake of that drone strike in Isfahan, an Iranian weapons convoy was reportedly struck along the Iraq-Syria border. Now, there were 25 trucks in this convoy. Reportedly, six of these trucks were struck. Now, no one again has claimed responsibility. We don't know what this convoy was carrying, but if it's coming from Iran and going towards Syria up into Lebanon, you know it ain't good. And it most likely involves ballistic missile parts, precision guided missile parts, PGMs for short. We've talked about them many times here on the newscast. And you might say, well, no one claimed responsibility. We don't know what happened. Back in November, there was a similar strike against a similar convoy also along the Iraq-Syria border. And at the time, the outgoing Israel Defense Forces chief, chief of staff, Aviv Kohavi, in a very uncharacteristic move, claimed responsibility for that attack. He said, that was us. That was Israel. We did that. I think 10 Iranians were killed in that attack. But again, very uncharacteristic of Israel to come out and say, hey, we we did this. And Kohavi caught some criticism for that. He's no longer the chief of staff. Again, he was kind of outgoing at that point. But There is a precedent here, is what I'm saying. And as we close, Israel has made very clear that it has several red lines. And at the top of those red lines, in addition, of course, to Iran becoming a nuclear power, is Iran's ballistic missile program, in particular those precision-guided missiles, which do exactly what their name says, folks. They're designed to hit the target with greater accuracy and greater precision. That's a red line for Israel to have that kind of advanced weaponry in Syria and Lebanon at its northern doorstep, and I believe that eventually there will will be a greater conflict revolving around all of this to Israel's north. We've called it here in the newscast, the Great Northern War, where Israel will eventually be forced to face off against Iran and Hezbollah and their various jihadi allies in Lebanon and Syria. It's going to become a broader regional war. It's going to have prophetic implications. That day is coming, but in the meantime, as I mentioned at the top, Israel calls this the war between wars. All of this activity against Iran and its proxies in Syria and elsewhere, the Bible calls it wars and rumors of war. And we're going to keep all of this in prayer in these tumultuous times we live in, but Bible times, prophetic times, as well as all of the chess pieces continue to move on the board. Take heart, be encouraged because God Almighty still sits on the throne. Hey, thanks so much for joining us here today on the Watchman Newscast. Until tomorrow, God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.